Mornings with Ryan DeLon and Tara Fox. You guys are the best. 7 to 10 a.m. You dangerous. Hot Radio Maine. Thank you. I love you. Bye. Love you too. <laughs> Maine's hit music show. Today's Giving Tuesday. You know about Giving Tuesday? Not really. So, cre- I know you give back. Created in 2012, just a simple idea, a very basic, a day that encourages people to do good. Uh, time to give back, help those in the community this holiday season. So happy Giving Tuesday. If you're thinking about doing a little bit of charity or passing forward some goodwill today, excellent day to do it. Giving I just Tuesday. looked it up and I think it also has a lot to do with everyone's shopping and going crazy and Thanksgiving is supposed to be a time with family, but it's turned into just selfish greed right it's an act of kindness and charity pull it back to the family because you have yeah. thank, you have thanksgiving which is circled around the centered around the family and then all of a sudden the shopping black friday the weekend cyber People monday fighting over a microwave yeah so once cyber monday's over we got giving tuesday uh, a good time to uh give back and we're going to take this as an opportunity to let you pat yourself on the back we want to know what's the the last thing that you've done that could fit into this category your, your last charitable deed if you will 207-807-1104 it might inspire somebody else to do something similar. Exactly. Feel free uh, to call or text right now and let us know about it. 207-807-1104 or shout out an organization. 207-807-1104. Tara, you can go first. You got something you want to shout out? Yes. Nothing super specific, but I will say that I am an anonymous donator. So I spend a lot of time on social media. Sometimes if I see GoFundMes or charities raising money or people raising money for their birthday on Facebook, every once in a while, if I feel like I align with the cause and I'm feeling like I have Mm -hmm. some extra money in my bank account, I like to do a little anonymous donation here and there. I like that. Um, I thought you were going to take the one that we just did last week. Oh, I should have said that. But now you can say it. We gave away uh, 190 turkeys outside the Wells IG last week uh, and then moving forward to something that we're currently doing we got the Toys for Tots box that's uh, rocking here in the lobby hey, have you donated a toy yet? I have not it's on my list and today's a great day to do it so yes. I might pop over to Walmart and do some shopping I always have fun I do it each year for fill up a little bit of the box and it like brings out my inner child of like Oh man, this would be cool to open up on Christmas morning. It's so fun. Last year I donated a mermaid Barbie and I was like, I kind of want this for myself. I know. Then you have to like part with your inner greed. (laughs) I'm not a child anymore. Put it in the box. Just put it in the box. Put it in the box. This Nerf gun. Just put it in the box. But then you know a child will really appreciate it if we're grown adults and we're like, ooh. Exactly. This looks fun. By the way, uh, if you'd like, uh, feel free to stop on by the station. We got the box that's going uh, 9 a.m., 5 p.m. Weekdays were open. We have it, what, for like another week or so? I think we got like a week, two weeks maybe before they pick it up because they got to sort all the gifts and then make sure they get to the the right homes and all that stuff. So I think we got about like a week, week and a half left of the box. So feel free to... uh, come on through and drop off a new unused unwrapped toy uh, for our box. That'd be great. 89 Mussy Road. Another thing that we could be giving on this Tuesday? Money. Yeah, we got 1100 bucks in the prize pot. Dave up there in Bangor uh, giving Tuesday. What do you got for us? Our old friend Sally had passed away in the beginning of this year. Mm-hmm. She had uh, some kids, older, one younger, and we, me and my wife ended up jumping in and uh, we have are fostering the little girl right now. Along with that, she came with six puppies that we had to find homes for recently. And it was awesome. We weren't ready for it. But with the holidays and just trying to be caring and good people, we took it all on. Wow. And it's just been a journey, man. So we're just trying to do it and and pass the 
the goodness on during well, this holiday season. Hats off to you. You guys took on a, a quite a big challenge there, not only with the uh, the foster child, but also all the puppies. Sheesh. Yeah, yeah, it's been a lot, man. But I love you guys in the morning. Just wanted to share. And you guys keep doing what you're doing, man. Love you guys. Hey, we appreciate it. Thank you so much for, for sharing and calling in. You have a great uh, rest of your week and have a great holiday too, all right? You too. We're over here. Uh, I sometimes anonymously donate on uh, GoFundMes. I'm going to go hop over to Walmart and put a few toys in the Toys or Tots box. Now, I'm going to adopt some kids and take care of like eight puppies. That's a whole lot of love. That's next level right there. We appreciate it. Love the stories coming in. Giving Tuesday. Ashley and Gorm, it's Giving Tuesday. I saw you sent us a long text, but tell us uh, tell us what's going on. Um, well, last night, we got a giant box for my mother-in-law, uh, for my little girls. Uh, she's in New York City, so we don't see her often. And fortunately for us, my mother-in-law has a serious shopping problem. And we tell her that. We're honest. I'm like, you know, I'm giving away half of your clothes all the time because you can't wear them all. She's like, give them to the needy. That's great. That's great. But I just gave away um, two Christmas gowns in the last couple of days and another one today. It just makes me happy when I see people that I know wearing things that my kid either or once or never right. got to wear it off. Yeah, getting more use out of it for sure. Oh, oh yeah. You know what? Yeah. That's a good reminder to, uh, I, could, I could do some uh, closet cleaning and put together some clothes to, mm-hmm. to donate. I, I skipped by some outfits in the closet and I'm like, I can't even tell you the last time that I've worn this. And, right. uh, it could find a better home for sure. Yeah, yeah. All right, that's pretty good, Ashley. Thank you for uh, texting in and sharing your story, and uh, you have a great rest of your week, all right? You too. Yeah. Talking about donating the toys for Toys for Tots and how you have to fight your inner child to actually put the toy in the box because mm-hmm. you want to open it so bad. Uh, somebody else sympathized with us on the text. They said, I had to fight my inner child because I donated a light bright to Toys for Tots, and as a child, I always wanted one. Oh, that's rough when you've always wanted it. You're like, oh. Light bright is... Is that the thing that they use to like communicate in Stranger Things? Yeah. It's like the board. Yeah. Yeah. They had one of those. They had like a a massive sized light bright at um, the Smitty's in Sanford when we did our Stranger Things party. Oh, that's so cool. And people were like putting messages on it. Somebody drew a penis on it. Of course. Yeah, of course. So always one prankster in the group. Giving Tuesday. uh, If you want to find different ways to uh, give back, givingtuesday.org is a great resource for you. You can check things out over there. We're going to be giving away possibly $1,100 if we get a winner. Is is the clue easy this morning? I think it's so easy that I'll be devastated if we don't have a winner. All right. Don't let me down. We don't want to let Tara down. Uh, We'll let you know when a call in coming up this hour. Hot Radio Maine. Let me explain something to you one time, Hot Mornings with Brian DeLon and Tara Fox. Five things you need to know. President Biden asked Congress to intervene and block a railroad strike before next month's deadline in the stall contract talks. Let me be clear, a rail shutdown would devastate our economy. Biden said in a statement, without freight rail, many U.S. industries would shut down. Not the best timing, too, with... Christmas and shipping and I mean I wish I knew more I wish I knew why they wanted to strike I put the link up in five things you can learn all about it sure. yeah uh, Mike Pence and numerous Republican lawmakers criticized Donald Trump for dining with white nationalists Nick Fuentes and Kanye West both of whom have a history of anti-semitic remarks Senator Susan Collins said in a statement that she condemns anti-semitism and white supremacy and that the president should never have had a meal or even a meeting with Nick 
Fuentes. Yeah, I mean, obviously not. I just think it's wild that we're sitting here in 2022 talking about Susan Collins making a statement about a dinner that Kanye West had. I know. So wild. University of New England is about to start a $93 million project to move the state's only medical school from Biddeford to Portland. They're going to combine the campuses. In Portland, the Harold and Bibby Alphonse Center for Health Sciences is expected to open by June 1st, 2024. They have the dental. One Something with dental is in Portland, I'm pretty sure. They have a building already. I got to look at the, the map and see exactly where this is, uh, this is going. I didn't realize that it's the state's only medical school. I didn't either. They're talking about how important it is to uh, grow this thing because of the desperate need for healthcare workers. Oh my God. Well, Especially in the state. Morbid. Hunter set a deer harvest record in Maine this season at 41,875 deer. Previous record was set in 1959, so it took a while to break this thing. Um, I guess in an effort to thin the deer herd, new antlerless deer permits were introduced this fall that allowed hunters to shoot a doe and a buck. Yeah, that's definitely why. With the same deer tag. Growing up, my dad always hunted, and some seasons he wouldn't get anything, and it would be super frustrating, and then sometimes he would get a buck on like his second day out. It's different every year. So is that how it works? Like You get the permit, and you can only kill one? So he got his he got his on the second day out. Then he doesn't have to go out anymore. Or he can't go out anymore because his no. He can he can still go for like the fun of it. But I think that you're only allowed to like shoot and tag like one. Right. So then you go with other people because they haven't gotten one yet. Got it. I'm pretty sure that's how it went. That makes sense. So this year you could do a doe and a buck with that one tag, and you could also buy any leftover tags after the lottery, um, and you could get more. Have you ever had venison before? Never. I don't like it. I'd be interested to try it. But also deers just freak me out in general. I think they're like gross animals with ticks and I don't know. I think they're cute. But I will say like something about the smell of cooking deer meat it freaks me out because it's not a smell that you normally smell if you're just like a regular person that doesn't go hunting and didn't grow up like that. So like when I smell that smell, it smells like weird and it freaks me out. I just assume that it's not good because if it was better, why wouldn't it be on the menu at restaurants? Sometimes it is. Someone sent it to us because I didn't believe them that one time. Remember? They yeah, sent but, a menu with yeah, venison on it. At one random spot somewhere, right? But it's not common. I can eat it when it's in a stew or like a soup or whatever. And it's soft and it kind of tastes like pulled pork. But I can't eat it like you cut up chicken and eat chicken. Like I can't do it like Yeah, that. I was going to say, I how does it come? Like it. Does it come like as like it. a burger? Comes as a steak? Does it come as... Yeah, you can have it as like a little steak patty, steak tips, but it's wow. weird. I've had it multiple times throughout my life and every time I'm like... Mm-hmm. It's not something I've ever like really wanted to know, try. my dad, like that's his sport. He works so hard for it that I don't... I ha- he's He makes a meal with it and I feel like I have to eat it, but I just, I'm scared of it. Well, he would hang the carcasses outside of your window as a child. And he wonders why. He wonders why I'm... I'm so turned off by it. Uh, today is throw out your leftovers day. Sorry, but Thanksgiving leftovers have got to go. Today is the day. This is the day. They say, if you got any left in your fridge, I don't know who they is, but they know everything. They say, throw it away. You got any left? No, I didn't take any home and I didn't eat any leftovers. The next day, the day after Thanksgiving, I like went out to dinner. You know what I didn't put on my plate that I'm what? mad at? Cranberry that, sauce. Yeah. What? How really? did you right? know? Yeah. I don't know. And I was <laughs> done guess. eating. I was full. 
everything was uh, delicious. And then I look over at the table and I see the canned cranberry sauce. Got to go canned. Don't be fancy. Don't be that person that brings the homemade. Nobody wants your homemade cranberry sauce. All right. <laughs> Some people do. No, it, nobody wants it. I just like that it's smooth. If there's one thing that's better store bought uh, than homemade, it's cranberry sauce. Amen. There's a reason why if you bring the the homemade cranberry sauce, they still have the option. Hey, you know what I learned for the canned cranberry sauce is because people want the canned cranberry. Uh, I was yes in um, Cape Cod cranberry sauce, cranberries, cranberry bogs. And I learned that if you work at a cranberry bog or if you go into one, you need to not be scared of spiders because spiders run rampant through the cranberry bogs. And when you wade through the water and you separate the cranberries up, they need to climb onto something and they'll climb onto you. Oh my God. I just had a weird moment here. What? Like deja vu. And Uh, I saw people having like wedding photo shoots. Like the bride was like laying in the water. I'm like, oh my God, there's probably spiders all throughout her hair. Oh yeah. Here it is. Well, you said Cape Cod and cranberry in the bogs, and it just gave me this moment of my childhood. And I used Have to. Have you been? No, but I used to drink Ocean Spray, Cape Cod cranberry dry soda. Oh, we had that. Did you? Yeah. Do they still have that? Yeah. Oh, man, I miss it. I just had to pull up a picture of it. Uh, I thought it was like one of those throwback things, like clear Pepsi that doesn't exist anymore. No, I'm pretty sure they still have it because um, Tucker's mom was making mixed drinks with it. Yeah, I just looked it up. It's yeah. still a thing. They don't have that uh, up this way, though, right? The Cape Cod Cranberry Dry. I don't think I've seen that. You know where I bet you could find that? Ocean State Job Lot. <laughs> yeah, for some reason, I think you might be right on that. I love Job Lot. But you would see it there like one day and not get it. It'd be gone the next. And then it'd be gone. That's like Martin's. You should have bought it when you saw it at Martin's. Oh, free advertising. The first time I moved to Maine, I went to Martin's and they had a bunch of uh, Nike Air Maxes. I'm like, this place is amazing. And I went like for every, <laughs> Never again. every day for a week. I bought like four pairs of Air Maxes. I don't know where they got them from. And then I kept going and they've had nothing but crap ever since then. That's not true. They have good furniture and stuff. I've bought like mattress box springs and bed frames there. I know, but when they had like really good uh, Air Maxes for like $35, 45 bucks or whatever, I was was like, this place is sick. That's crazy. That was was my first Martin's experience. Um, That is five things you need to know made how to mean by the law offices of Joe Bornstein. Over 25,000 victories for injured Mainers. Call Joe today and get a free cat case evaluation. Get free cats. Uh, free case evaluation. 207 call Joe or online at joebornstein.com. I'm thinking about my Marins trip and I, was, I I just realized like we need to just make friends with somebody that works at the Marins over here. So we know what's coming. Or in. at Ocean State Job Lot. Mm-hmm. Like if you have a friend that, that works in the, in the receiving department and they hit you like, yeah, we just got a, a shipment of new Air Maxes. Yeah, we just got that Cranberry Dry. We also Cape get Cod. good makeup and stuff and I've bought makeup and and face stuff from Martin's and it's not expired. I just don't have the patience to go in there. Like you could go in there 10 times and get nothing and then 11 times find a pot of gold. That's how they keep you coming back. I <sighs> can't do it. I don't have the patience for that. I do not. Uh, big shout out to... Wait, I have to say now that we're talking about this Martin's, my best friend bought a Gucci bag from Martin's a few years ago. Took it to Gucci and it's certified. It's real. Really? We got to go to Martin's after the show. They got to pay us for all of this advertising we just gave them. <laughs> For nothing. Hot radio man. Oh, Lord. Hot warnings with Ryan DeLon and Tara Fox. Dirty on the 30.
Balenciaga there still apologizing over here. Uh, they said, we strongly condemn child abuse. It was never our intent to include it in our narrative. The two separate ad campaigns in question reflect a series of grievous errors for which Balenciaga takes responsibility. The fashion brand listed off a bunch of internal actions to improve as well as their plans to partner with child protection organizations. Uh, they said that they alone take responsibility for the faults in the campaigns, yet they are suing the production company for $25 million uh, after paperwork about a Supreme Court ruling on child pornography was identified in one of the images. Balenciaga said all the items included in this shooting were provided by third parties that confirmed in writing that these props were fake office documents. They turned out to be real legal papers, most likely coming from the filming of a television drama. I don't know. I think it's over for them. Yeah, I'm not sure who's throwing on that Balenciaga uh, shirt at this point and walking around town. You don't want the you sneakers. Don't, you don't want that affiliation or anything Balenciaga, right? Because like this is awful of me to say, but there's a lot of things that people could go like, eh, well, it doesn't really affect me, so I don't really care. But like when it comes to kids, I feel like people do not mess around. Like everyone can agree that that is messed up. No, that's even why child molesters go to prison and get beat up. Exactly. Um, people are like, oh, well, what about when this happened? What about that happened? It's like, well, unfortunately, some people weigh things differently in their mind. And there's plenty of other brands out there where the clothes cost a lot less. And yeah. uh, they didn't do a marketing campaign with these documents and the bondage teddy bears and kids. Weird. Weird stuff. Um, Balenciaga is coming to Walmart. That's what they're going to no, start. it's not. <laughs> yeah, they're going to be reduced to like the... <laughs> The brand at Walmart because who's paying for this stuff now? Uh, Julia Fox came to Kim Kardashian's defense over the uh, Balenciaga backlash. People were upset with her because she didn't immediately speak out when the campaigns uh, started to come under fire. On TikTok, Julia Fox said, I couldn't help but think, damn, the women who are associated to the brand professionally are getting so much pushback. It's almost as if they're the blanking child molesters. She also blamed the targeting on internalized misogyny, um, saying not to take aim at Kim Kardashian, but focus on the company there. You saw a different TikTok from Julia Fox. She's been uh, speaking her mind on TikTok lately. Yeah, she was talking about how this is blowing up because it's such a large company and it's endorsed by so many celebrities and it's very high profile. So this is crazy that it even happened. But unfortunately, things like this happen anywhere in the world at any time. In any different industry, which exactly. is... Exactly. It's not just Hollywood and the celebrities and people buying into the fact that there's like blood cults and sacrifices for fame. She's like, well, you yeah. can literally walk down the street and like someone in your town has been arrested. Yeah. I mean, don't ever pull up the uh, registered sex offender. Oh my God. Map. Don't ever look at that. Big mistake. You're Before bed. You're going to freak yourself out. you're lying in bed, don't look at, in my area, big mistake. What I will say is I know we see the conspiracies about Hollywood and the cults and the eating children and weird stuff, right? Just on the surface, it's kind of weird when you have children that are acting and they're in family settings. I don't know. I think it's so strange. when you, And look at how messed up child actors become uh, in the and end. They hate their parents and their parents live off of their money. I was talking about this last hour, uh, the clip that I saw from Modern Family, and I'm sure she could be well adjusted. I don't really know. But there was a clip when uh, Lily uh, or the girl who plays Lily on Modern Family was really young and they're in a scene and she got confused with her real family and the Modern Family family. Yeah, that must be so confusing. And they put it out as a, like a blooper that I saw on, my, on, on TikTok on my feed. Actually not funny. I was like, this is kind of disturbing. Everyone's like, oh, that's so cute. 
But then what do you do? Do you have adults play kids in TV shows? I don't know. No, that's no. weird too. That's CGI. That's why they have like 30 year olds in high school. <laughs> Megan Thee Stallion made history this week as the first black woman to cover Forbes 30 under 30 issue. Uh, major brand endorsement deals with Nike, Cheetos, Popeyes, Cash App, Revlon. She's been crushing it. Uh, have been added to uh, Megan's lucrative success in recent years. And uh, she had some famous friends leave messages in the uh, cover. And Cardi B said, she's so empowering and so sexy. She's Mega Million Megan. Ooh. Mega Million Megan. Trying to get to that Mega Billion Megan. But Chelsea Megan Thee Stallion, that's a big feat right there to be on the cover of the 30 Under 30 issue. One last thing for Dirty on 30. DJ Khaled showed off four Toto toilets given to him by Drake. What a present. Toto toilet. Imagine a friend gave you a toilet for Christmas or just as a depends gift. On, it depends on like what kind of toilet. It could be exciting. If it's this Toto toilet. with I the, think I'd be excited. It's got the seat warmers. It's got lights. Uh, it's got the bidet that splashes your butthole. It's oh my got. Um, it's it's Have got, you ever used one I of I think those? speakers. A bidet? Yes. No. I haven't either. I'm kind of scared to try it. I've never actually. I feel like I'm like, I'm thinking about where the water's coming from and I don't trust it. I've never been in a situation where I've actually seen one, I don't think. Really? They say that it's actually cleaner than what we do yes. as Americans here. Yes. And if you think about it, it does make a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. But I'm scared. I would be afraid to do it for the first time in public. Well, where else would you? A hotel room? Yeah, like a hotel Maybe like bathroom. Go to Paris in a nice hotel and stay there and the, you'll try it in the privacy of your room. And give it a whirl. Literally. Because I'd be afraid if I was in public that I would it would splash Mess the it up. I would splash in the wrong direction. I would like soak my pants. <laughs> Probably. And then I'd have to like waddle out of the bathroom and be like, I had a bidet accident. I didn't know how to use it. Your butt's gonna be so wet that it's like do you do a courtesy wipe to dry it up? Like, is there is there a blow dryer in the bidet? Yeah, how does that work? How do you dry off? It's not like the regular toilet paper that you would wipe with after you use the bidet because that... That'll shred. Yeah, that'll shred. We've got some questions. And then you'll be like the Charmin beers and you'll have the, the shredded toilet paper all in your butt. <laughs> we need to do... What was that show called? Like Mythbusters or Mystery, whatever? We need to do that on Toto Toilets. On bidets? Yes. It's going to be a real quick episode. We'll just get somebody that's... <laughs> From overseas. No, we to have tell to us. do it ourselves. We have to figure it out ourselves. Yes. 30 on 30, man. How to man by Darigo Federal Credit Union. Uh, hit the sweet spot between local knowledge and big time service in a financial partner there in 10 main counties, DarigoFCU.com. Sat, good mornings. Good morning. If you have a bidet in your home, text us. Let us know how it works. 207-807-1104. Do you have a work spouse? Does your spouse have a work spouse? Ooh. Do you consider having a work spouse cheating? That's what I really want to know. Do you consider having a work spouse cheating? Work wife, work husband, work spouse, call it what you want. Um, these are people who get you through the day, who encourage you to give your best at your job. Experts say work spouse relationships are all about open communication, problem solving, and being there to support someone you work with. Ew. <laughs> Absolutely, it's cheating. Are you kidding me? So you think having a work spouse is cheating? Yes, I do. And why? Without going into much detail, at one point in my life when I was a young, fine intern, I think I was- Not here. Not here. I think I was someone's work spouse and it was highly inappropriate. And when I look back now, I'm like, first of all, it was inappropriate for multiple reasons because it is cheating 
in my opinion. And this guy was had been in a relationship for years. I was single doing my own thing. I was a college student, you know, had an unpaid internship making the most of it. I was bored. But then it's like you go into okay, you're at work, like you're talking at work, like then it goes outside of work. And I don't know, I just feel like it's inappropriate to be like Snapchatting your coworkers and talking like that outside of work. It's like, it's not right. So I think it's cheating. I think it's wrong. And I look back and now I'm absolutely terrified that it's going to happen to me and I'm going to be on the other side of it, like karma. And that's why I'm glad my boyfriend works from home. I think that... I'm scared. I think that also depends on what your definition of work spouse is. Because by this... If you call someone your like work wife or your work husband, they're fitting needs that aren't being met at home, in my opinion. Like you're you're like the attention. It's flirtatious. There's a difference between having like a buddy at work, like a pal that you maybe like run errands with or you plan birthday parties with or go to lunch with. And then there's like flirting and like, oh, the back room is open. What if like that's different? Yeah, that's that's crossing a line. Well, that's just like the fantasy of the office. Like after hours, you never know what's going to happen. Like when there's tension that shouldn't be there, it's inappropriate. All right. 207-807-1104. Maybe you got one. Maybe you found out your partner had one. Work spouse. We're it's talking about it today. Turn. It's your turn to talk about it. Do you think having a work spouse is cheating? I guess uh, it depends if uh, it depends on the definition, I think. Like if you're supporting somebody through work and it helps you get through the day and then you're happier when you come home, sure, fine. But if it's the fulfilling the need that's not there at home in your life, like if you're fulfilling like something that you don't get from your relationship with your partner, that work spouse fulfills that for you, then I feel like that might be cheating. Yeah. Like I guess I kind of am on your side. I go home every day and I tell more, I go, oh, all the girls I work with, they're disgusting. <laughs> you won't believe what Tara did today. Except I feel like if you did do that, out of the goodness of Maura's heart, I feel like she'd defend me and go against you. She never takes my side. <laughs> she always defends any... Uh, sometimes I'm like, can you just support me and be like, oh yeah, she's crazy. No, she cannot. No, she always she's gives it right back. Girls. No matter what no matter what position I take in life, she always takes the other one just to play devil's advocate. She's well, I'm just trying to think about where they're coming from, is what I hear all the time. She's trying to be a good person out there. But yeah, I do. Oh, these good people. My you go God. home, like, you're not going to believe what Tara said today. Oh, <laughs> I feel so bad for Tucker. He's got to. <laughs> no, the running joke here at the station is pray for Tucker. And everyone always likes to pretend like I make his life miserable and I'm crazy and I'm this and that. But he's just <laughs> fine. I actually don't really like that joke. I'll be honest. Thank you. I'm not going to feed into it. I'm not going to pile on. <laughs> he's a feminist. Work spouse, work husband, work wife. Do you consider it cheating? We have a few people weighing in on the text. Work spouse is 100% cheating. Only a couple months ago, I found out my husband had a work wife <gasps> and they would joke about work fantasies. <gasps> I made him live in a motel for a while. Oh my God. Yeah, that sounds a little bit more than just a, a work wife. That sounds like a, a side piece. Sounds like a girlfriend. Exactly. Ooh. I need to know more from this person. Like, how did she find out? Please call. How did she find out about the work wife and how did she find out that they would joke about work fantasies? Probably through emails or the Microsoft chat, whatever it's called, Teams. I'm envisioning another coworker who was jealous of the relationship and told the wife. An anonymous tip? Yep. She left a note, dare say on the first night. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> the first night at bed. When Ron made out with two girls and put his head between a cocktail waitress's breasts. breasts. <laughs> Can you remember the rest of it? 
No, I just remember the opening lines. Also was grinding with multiple fat women. I don't remember that. When you left crying at Clutch, Ron was holding hands and dancing with a female and took down her number. Multiple people in the house know, therefore you should know the truth. Oh my God. Ashley and Bangor, do you consider having a work spouse, work wife, work husband uh, cheating? I guess it depends on how extreme it is. Like, like light flirting, maybe not, but you know, anything further than that, then, then I, I would consider that cheating. I don't, I wouldn't even want to, I don't know. I would not be able to handle light flirting. Yeah. I don't think I approve either. Like, I mean, (laughs) like what if you had an invisible cloak on and you followed your partner to work and you saw them flirting with their coworker all day? I'd go to jail. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, you would. I think that, I think maybe uh, it's cheating or it's frowned upon if it if your behavior with a coworker if you would behave differently at work with your coworker um, than you would in a situation where your coworker and your significant other were there. Oh, you know what I mean. So if yes. you're if you're acting differently with your coworker when your significant other is gone, then that might be an issue. Why? Keep the same energy at all times. Yes, right. This person on the text is basically echoing what I just said. Cheating is doing anything with another person that you wouldn't do in front of your significant other. Mm-hmm. If you behave around this work spouse the same way with or without your significant other around, then not cheating. But if you're using pet names or flirting in a way you don't want your significant other to know about, it is cheating. It's deceitful and inappropriate. I agree. At this point, we need to try to give away 1100 bucks. All right. Secret Santa is on. We're looking for call number 10, 207-807-1104. Hit us up right now, and you could be our next big winner. Secret Santa, call number 10. Where you at? Amanda from Lewiston. Would you consider having a work spouse cheating? Um, yes. I'm a jealous person, so yes, very much. <laughs> Has that ever happened to you? Um, No. Thank God. Thank God. Have you ever had a work spouse? No, I have not. It's never happened to you that you know of. Nope. (laughs) Are you trying to play? You can't be be someone's work spouse and not know it. That's like. No, I'm saying it's never happened where uh, her partner has had a work spouse. Oh. She's saying that her partner's never had a work spouse. I'm saying. And you're saying not yet? Not that she knows of. Not that she's caught. (laughs) All right, we don't need that energy. We need we need good energy. All right, I'm sorry. Right. Um, need what's it called? Monogamy. Monogamy, positive energy. Um, <laughs> Some would argue that that's not positive. What monogamy? Monogamy. <laughs> Oh, we're trying to give away some money here. Let's let's do this thing. You want to play Secret Santa? Absolutely. All right. Have you been playing along at home? Yes, I have every day. And what do you think your uh, percentage of uh, right guesses has been? Probably 50-50. 50-50. All right. You got a 50-50 chance of winning 1100 bucks this morning. That's not bad. No, not at all. So I'm, I'm going to read. I hope I win. Uh, me too. I'm going to read you one clue. If you can guess the Secret Santa's identity within five seconds, you're going to win 1100 bucks. I'm ready. The Secret Santa released a remix to their song Big Energy with Mariah Carey back in March. Lotto. Lotto was the answer that you gave me. And let's see if Lotto is correct. Richard Amanda, let's go! Yes! I love that song too. I listen to it all the time. Hey. Perfect. 50 50 yes, chance. It was you, meant to be. And you got it. It was meant to be. Who are you telling that you just won $1,100 in the background? Did I lose you? 
<laughs> Hello? <laughs> oh my God, we finally get a winner and we lose her. Hello? All right, well, there's not a chance I'm going to find her number right now to call her back because we still have hundreds of people, thousands of people calling in to try to play. Um, so we'll let the phone line settle down and we'll we'll call her back. But we had an $1,100 winner. Yeah! All right. Uh, that means $100 this afternoon with Be All Secret Santa is made hot in Maine by Partners Bank. It's no secret. They're a great place to do your banking and start your career. The bank that listens is one of the top 100 places to work in Maine. Visit the Career Center at partners.bank. Member FDIC. When you win $1,100 and your phone service drops out on you. Womp womp. <laughs> Don't worry, Amanda. We're here. We're holding it for you. We got you. We're going to touch with you somehow. I feel bad. I'm it's trying to find her number, but we literally still have hundreds of people calling in. So. I would be panicking right now if I were her. We'll figure it out. We got you. Oh, I think I got it. Hello? Hey, is this Amanda? Yes, it is. <laughs> we found you. You're panicking know, there, I'm sure. I'm trying to call. <laughs> yeah, you and uh, you and everybody else in the state was trying to call in at the same time. I know. I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna give up. I'll call back later. Yeah. I'm so excited. We saw you uh, commenting on our our Facebook post, and we eventually <laughs> found the number. So we got you. We're we're glad you're here. Uh, we heard you get excited. Eleven hundred bucks. Who were you uh, yelling at in the background when you won? My son's father. <laughs> oh, sweet. What are we gonna What are we gonna do with this eleven hundred dollars? Oh, I'm gonna go finish my Christmas shopping. Yes. Woo. Uh, who's getting the big present this year? Not again. Do we lose you? <laughs> Oh my God! You know what she needs? Oh, hello. There she is. She's back. Yes. Oh my God! We thought we lost you again. Oh, I know my phone. Take some of that eleven hundred dollars and get uh, some. Yeah. Get a better phone. A better phone service. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Well, congratulations. Uh, oh. We had what 10, 11, 10, 10 wrong answers in a row, and finally, finally, uh, you knew on that lotto clue. I know, and it's so funny because I literally have that song on my playlist, and I listen to it every day. Well, that is what we like to hear. There was a little bit of a hesitation, but then you just said lotto and you got it. <laughs> yeah. That uh, the buzzer can be, the, t the timer can be intimidating. <laughs> yeah, it is. Hot Mornings with Brian Lawn and Tara Fox. Yesterday, uh, I walked into the living room and guess what? What? Santa's elves came through and they put up the Christmas tree. Oh my gosh. It's up. I'm confused. I thought it already was. No, the decorations were up. Oh, but the tree was not. But the tree was not. Oh, when are you going to decorate? It's up. Wait, like you came home and the tree was fully decorated without you? Because um, if so, I feel like that's kind of immoral. Why? I was in the house while I was being decorated. The tree is like a family thing or like a relationship thing. You don't decorate a tree alone. You do it together. No, I was cooking dinner. As a power couple. We each have our strong points. Not to be rude, but... She decorated the tree. I cooked dinner. I took Lana out to do the bathroom. That is so weird. I'm sorry. Like, I have to be straight up with you right now. That's that's weird. Really? Yes. You decorate the tree together. I figured you would understand. It's her vision. She she needs to... It doesn't matter. ...place the bulbs in the perfect spot. No. You, spot. Have to, you put on Christmas music. Well, she had Christmas music like, on. I could hear the Christmas music. You have like a hot toddy or whatever it's called. You put on the fake fireplace on the TV and you decorate that tree together. We have our strong points. Hers is decorating so for Christmas. So what's the vibe then? She put on the Christmas music in the living room. Excuse me, for the tree. Oh, for the for the tree. It's just, it's it's pretty classical, I guess. I don't know. I, you should ask her about it. Well, one year you did bows and I really liked that. I think there's bows on this one. Really? Is there's, there a color scheme? Yeah. 
She went with like we went like uh, deep green on green last year. Oh, I kind of like that though. So she did a little bit of that, but she added some white bulbs this year. It looks good. Love. Yeah, it came out great. I was part of it. I was very supportive. I was there. I was cooking dinner and I was a cheerleader. I'm like, oh my God, this looks great. She said, oh, do you think, do you think that the lights are spaced too far apart? Like, should we do another strand of lights? I said, no, this is perfect. We don't need another strand of lights. This looks great. This is reminding me of when I was growing up. Um, we had a family tree where we put all of like the homemade ornaments on and, you know, it got, it got real funky. Right. And that was what we did Christmas and open the presents around. And then in another area of the house, my mom would have like a stage tree that people would see when they entered our home because she wanted people to think we we're fancy. And it sounds like what your tree looks like. Right. It's a fancy tree. It's for a sure. fancy tree. For sure. Maybe you have to have two. Well, we don't have kids. So <laughs> once we, you have well, a dog. once we get kids, you don't have the little paw print ornament. I think we have like puppies first Christmas or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> but it doesn't actually come out of the box. No. Uh, you, If you'll notice, you go around back. There's a few. Uh, there's, <laughs> a f- there's a few that she feels guilty about that people yes. have gifted over the years. Yes. And then they're, they're in the back of the tree because they don't match the scheme. And I don't okay. I don't know how that makes it better because if the people who gave her the Christmas bulbs came <laughs> over the house, they'd be like, you put it in the back. No, because now she has, you know, an out for if someone's like, oh, did you you put our ornament up that we gave you? She's like, yes, I did. Yeah, She's but not lying. She could do that anyways and just lie. But no. That's not the type of person she is. So they're in the back of the tree. If you sent wow. her an ornament that doesn't fit the uh, color scheme, it's in the back of the tree. But it's up and the Christmas cheer is flowing through the house. All right. I guess so. I guess the Christmas cheer can be a one man band. I, I hooked up. Uh, <laughs> yeah. What did you do? I helped Christmas? her. So I helped did you her. Put the star on the tree? No, she did that. I helped her um, wrap the, the, the lights. Garland? The, oh, lights. the lights. The lights. The lights. So she stood on a chair uh, at the top. And then once we got to the middle. Wait, I thought you had a fake tree. Yeah, we do. It didn't come pre-lit? No, nah, I didn't get the pre-lit one. Mm, cheap tree. No, it's a really nice tree. Yeah, fake Christmas tree doesn't come with the lights. I've had a, 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 a it was my decision. No, trust me. It's a really expensive tree. <laughs> no, it is. Never afford it. Yeah, it's pretty. It's high end. It's a million dollars. <laughs> it's a Balenciaga tree. <laughs> Kidding. No, it's not a Balenciaga tree. I. Uh, it's a really nice tree. I, don't, I took offense to you dissing the tree. I made the decision to not get the lighted tree because I previously had a fake tree with lights and they break too easily. The pieces in between and then you have an issue where like the middle section doesn't light up and this way you can switch up your lights. You want a bright white one time, you want a softer one, you can do whatever you want. You know what? I respect that So, and I apologize. As a man who's had a fake tree with lights <laughs> and without lights, I think without lights is the way to go. Well, keep spreading that Christmas cheer. I I will. Um, there's a few- I haven't decorated mine yet because I'm waiting to do it with my love. Well, Amora said she's a strong, independent woman and she doesn't need me. <laughs> she just needs your half of the rent. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, I made dinner. That's what I think it's all about in a relationship. You guys have your, your strong uh, points and your, your weaknesses. And she's really good at Christmas decorating. She's really, really good. Like, I don't want to get in the way of that. Oh, my God. 